Welcome everyone to the X Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. And here we are back in the saddle again to record. We were waylaid for a week. Yes. The rabbits love cords. It's their favorite treat. Really do. And ate clean through the laptop cord. So we couldn't record last weekend since we typically record on the weekends. Yes. So got a replacement cord. We are back in business. It's fantastic. And all the rabbits are now here in one spot. The bonding process is starting. It's not smooth. No, that's the thing. I feel my outside perception, and I guess I have experience from like teenagers, like introducing a new dog to like a home where there's where there's already a dog, fairly easy yeah. in most cases. Bunnies, no. Absolutely not. No, because there's like a hierarchy to their whole social structure and they need to work it out for themselves and it takes so much time. Like one of ours has been quivering in rage several on several occasions. Yes. Because how dare another bunny approach her house? Yes. So they all have to be in separate little we call them houses, it's pens with enough room for like their litter box and to stretch and lay out and hop around. And, and you rotate them so they get used to each other's smells. Yeah, so that's been the past week. So that's been the status of our lives. Yeah. Contingent on these bun buns getting along. Yes. So um, that's where a lot of time is going. I I am so behind on current comics. I'm a month behind. Yeah. At this point, because... The mountain keeps growing. I know. I uh, I was busy promoting my book and working out details regarding that. On top of working and work was super busy. So you've been holding it down and busting through and you're like, this is a really good one. And I'm like, I haven't read it yet. Or this one is a dud. Yeah. Um, in, and I've been keeping tra- track of the news. Um, all the December covers were released and things like that. So there are titles I'm excited for. There are ones where I'm like, do I really need to keep reading Wolverine? Does anyone? Does anyone? Like, I'm only reading it because of Deadpool right now. And... It really blows my mind that they don't have a Deadpool solo title currently. Like, what? Oh. Yeah, they, when the first Deadpool movie came out, like, they pumped out tons of them. Like, there was a lot of Deadpool. But then they stopped. So, I don't know if they just wanted to rest the character so they didn't burn everyone out on him or what. But can we rest Wolverine? Please? Oh, holy shit. He's in everything everything like even new team titles that they're coming out with it's like hey here's a bunch of people and wolverine yeah and i don't know i feel like it's just not necessarily needed no so i mean continuity issues aside with other things yeah like oh this character died oh he's in the background fighting in this other scene in this other comic yeah and some of that is the printing error stuff or the printing delay where it, there wasn't enough paper, so they didn't get to release titles the way they wanted. But I thought that was somewhat resolved. But Especially with the Judgment Day yeah. series, that that should be pretty synced up across everything. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Yes. So, it's been a busy time, even though you all didn't hear from us for a week. Um, we're recording from a new 
sort of lounge area that we're building out in the basement. So it's where all the comics are kept now and um, all of our board games. I mean, we watched some Disney Robin Hood. Yes. This weekend, that was great. Yes, I brought my VCR down and all of my tapes and I have my 13-inch tube TV from when I was growing up, which works really well in this space. So appropriately sized TV for the lounge area. And a Diana Ross record just hanging out there. Yes. With muscles. Yes. (laughs) That was a revelation that that was a song. Yes. And it's about exactly what you want it to be. Yes. All right. So we are covering a really exciting issue today. It's from November 2007. Um, We should probably do some pop culture pop-up, though. And this is the tail end of 2007. Um, We have some birthdays. We have some gaming stuff. The song on the charts is Bubbly by Colby Calais. Do you remember that song? No. Oh. Although I feel like the like Colby Calais sounds familiar. Okay. It was very easy listening. Like there's some acoustic guitar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably recognize it if I heard it. Okay. Well, you'll hear it on Tuesday. Um, some birthdays. Leonardo DiCaprio turns 33. That makes him too old for him to date himself. <laughs> With that whole mess and him not dating anyone over 25. It just... That's just so creepy. It's a weird trend. He should really work at not having such a trend. Rebecca Romaine turns 35. Oh. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. Our very own Mystique slash Una from Strange New Worlds. She looks real good for her age right now. Like, real good. Like, I thought she's 35 in the show right now. Oh. Like, Una is so fun. It's such a great character. And she gets a nice range on Strange New Worlds from, like, serious on top of her shit getting stuff done to um, her angst at finding out that she's not the the fun one. Mm. The nickname is where fun goes to die. Yes. And like poignant ones where she's like when will why do i have to be one of the good ones what would happen if i wasn't such a good officer when will it be enough to just simply be illyrian mm-hmm. so if you haven't yeah. seen strange new worlds highly recommend it yeah so that means this november she's turning 50 what yeah what yeah wow well, good for her. I know. And she's married to Jerry O'Connell. I mean, also good for her. <laughs> yes. Good for them both. That's yeah. a beautiful couple. And they're both in Star Trek things now. Since yes. Jerry O'Connell's in Lower Decks. Yes. Also with the fun character. And he made a joke. He was on a morning talk show recently, and I watched it while I was working from home one day. And the host said, Oh, you look so good. And he's like, Well, I live in LA. I mean, <laughs> You can get Botox wherever you go. So, like, he even pokes fun at how good he looks. Oh. The, we have some video game news. Super Mario Galaxy came out for the Wii, and that game still kicks my ass. Oh. Because of the anti-gravity and how everything shifts. Oh, I've never played it. They released it for the Switch. We can probably dabble in it. 
um, because I have it downloaded. But okay. it is it's hard because you have to jump from one platform to another and the gravity can shift between them. So you could be upside down. Then you have to figure out how you're moving your character upside down and oh. things like that. Like it's spatial. Like how in other games, whenever someone does an attack that messes with your controls. Yes. Okay. Yep. And you're, you're like, oh, it's reversed now. And oh, my brain is not responding quick enough. I feel like that was a thing in Ultimate Alliance 3 and one of the earlier Ultimate Alliances mm. or X-Men Legends 2. Oh, yeah. Your controls would reverse. Where it's like the mind control or it messes with your yep. characters. Yeah. Mass Effect came out for the 360. It's so good. Did you get it in 2007 when it first came out? No, I didn't play it until after like a year later. One of my college friends was living with me when I was working on campus and he had an, a 360. I did not. But then, I don't, oh, that was after he lived with our friend who had an organic farm, and that was a lot of work. Mm. So it was less work to live with me. Yeah, fair. So the first Mass Effect, and they just did all the remasters last year of all the games, right? Yes. Yeah, because I played through them, and it really helped with the load speeds. Oh. Especially for one and two, because that was intense and mm. slow. And it seemed like Skyrim. Oh, that, those load screens got a whole lot faster in the remastered version. Mm. And but, they just keep pumping out Skyrim. I mean, we're going to have Skyrim, the remastered of the remaster. Probably. Before we ever get another one. They just push back because their excuse for not doing another Elder Scrolls game is that we have the space one. Oh, what is it called? Starfield. Something like that, and it's supposed to come out this October, and it's pushed until next year now, just like Midnight Suns for Marvel is like going to come out this fall because I was talking with you because the elections in Minnesota, and you're going to be super busy at work because of them, like, oh, it's coming out, and it's going to be a great, like, post-busy time at work for both of us to, like, sit down and start playing this game, and then it's like next year sometime yeah where they just give the general like oh it'll be here like quarter one or quarter two of 2023 i keep adding stuff to skyrim too i don't know if that's like part of the process to like placate people to be like well now i need a skyrim thing like now there's a thing where your character has to eat and sleep like a normal human yeah like you can turn on that mod if you want to it's like i don't want cold exposure i think is a thing too i know um I have not turned on. Sounds kind of cool, but also sounds like it could be super pesky. Yeah. Like, I just want to fight Draugr. I don't need to take a nap in their corpses. Right? Um, final bit of news, and it is also video game related. Halo 3 came out, which I oh. feel Halo 3 was good. Yeah. Halo 2. Like, I remember playing the original Halo in high school. Then Halo 2 came out, and I didn't even bother to get it because people were like, eh, it's not that great. Halo 3 came out, that was a return, I feel, to form. Yeah. Yeah, we even started playing Halo 1 a little bit ago. And we had the same discussion where neither of us remember anything about Halo 2. Because we might not have even played it at all. I know. Because of the reviews. And yeah, Halo 3 was great. Yeah. It's one of the games I still kept. Like, a lot of the 360 games I got rid of once I got Xbox One. Because they weren't backwards compatible, or I'm like, why even bother playing this anymore? But Halo 3 I kept, because it's solid. And the Halo show was 
like it took a hot sec to get into Mm -hmm. but i kind of enjoyed it yeah we watched the first episode then you just sort of took off and watched it because i was really lukewarm yeah i mean it had cool effects the plot lines event like when you figure out who you care about and like Mm -hmm. oh i guess this is kind of interesting and no, I wasn't that interested in Master Chief. It was more about some of the other people. Mm-hmm. Or like, why does this one planet matter? And I still don't know. I can't remember that part of the lore. But they had a good depth of backstory. That's fair. All told. Good. Well, our our issue today, it is, we thought we had already reached a culmination a few issues ago. Now we're reaching like more of a culmination. Yeah, speaking of in-depth backstory, this harkens back to a couple things. Yeah, so we kick off because Layla Miller is still floating. Yeah, Nicole sort of messed up. She left Layla floating face up Yeah, instead of face down. And we see her get dragged out of the water in Central Park. And there, there's a shadowy figure and there's text boxes that you would think would be Maddox's, but they're not. No, because and- what color are they? They're not green. Oh, that's true. They're blue. I mean, I was going to say because of the content of the oh. text boxes, you don't ever hear Mandrox talking about the fact that he's God's chosen and that because he's chosen, he's been tested. And now he's been rewarded because Layla's floating in a pond and it's Quicksilver. Oh, creepy Quicksilver. So creepy. He does some CPR. She coughs up some water. He's like, I knew you would survive. Matters between us couldn't be ended by someone else doing in my nemesis. God couldn't be that cruel. And in his text box, he says, I couldn't be just that cruel. Oh. Like, he's just the worst. Yeah, he is. I mean, props to the art for remembering that he has scars all over his chest. Mm -hmm. Although these are more like slashy scars instead of puncture scars. Yeah. And... We get one of our pages with the recap, Mm. and it's got a fun theme to it. Okay, let's hear it. So Joseph Huber, a.k.a. the Isolationist, is trying to convince X-Factor that mutants can be declared an endangered species under the Endangered Species Act of 1973 and thus be available for full government protection from all harassment. He seems to be succeeding. Rain tries to convince Frichter that their hay roll was merely just because she pitied him, but all she succeeded in was doing was jumping his bones again. Monet and Siren were, which is a terrible phrase. Yeah, it is. Monet and Siren were convinced that they could easily round up Wally and Molly, the cherry twins who sing mutant hate songs in order to enforce the kids' grandparents' court-granted visitation rights. They only succeeded in getting jumped and abandoned by the kids' bodyguards, Solo and Clay. Clay of Madrox miniseries fame. Yes. Layla is convinced that she has to take some sort of action over the positive pregnancy test discovered at X-Factor headquarters, but she only succeeds in getting herself cold cocked by Nicole, who mentions that Huber wants Layla dead right before dumping her in a river beneath Central Park. This is where Quicksilver rescues her. Yes. Oh, the X-Men. We, now, have, we see the X-Men. We do. We're in x Factor headquarters, which seems to be have gotten an upgrade. Like the interior looks mm. a little bit different. Probably because the walls keep being yes, some, smashed. Someone's always being thrown through a wall. It's like Avengers Mansion in that regard. Yes. Contractors on retainer. Yes. 
And we've got a feline looking beast. We've got Cyclops in the the new X-Men sort of jacket. Okay, the, the yellow. Yep, with the black and the bands. He's looking very 2007. Yeah. Like James Marsden 2007. Yeah. I that. think they're doing like direct inspiration. That makes sense. Yeah. Like the hair is a choice. Yes. It's the must up hair. Yes. And huh, tensions are high between the X-Men and X-Factor. Um, like it apparently took a lot for Cyclops and Beast to get there. And Madrox has some repartee sort of with Scott. Um, Scott wants an apology and Maddox is like, don't let me stop you. And Scott's like, it's always a joke with you. <laughs> and even Beast tries to be the voice of reason to just like, I'll get a ruler if we'll just end this. Yes. Posturing. Yeah. We're doing a dick measuring contest, fellas. And then we get new colored text boxes. Yeah, these are red tinted. Yes. And so these are clearly Joseph Huber, who's in the bottom part of the page with the title, The Isolationist Part 3, True or False. So, um, Huber's just being like weirdly creepy. Like, Which, that's been his mode the entire time we've known him. But when you say, like, I'm a man of vision, like, it's just, that automatically gets my hackles up of, this person is trying to sell something, mm. and it's not going to be something I want or need. Oh, fair. So. But yes, he has ideas in, in abundance. Um, so he's trying to convince everyone of this million mutant march to peacefully assemble. Except there aren't like a million mutants. There's 198. Seven? Six. Banshee is out of the equation. Oh. Or Siren. The less than 200 mutant march. <laughs> yes. Um, the notion, yeah. Cyclops is a little bit resistant and we sort of get the text boxes of Hubert trying to phrase things in a way that Cyclops will accept. And then all of a sudden, Cyclops goes from reticent to, okay, you've got my full attention, give me more. Yeah, like it's turning on a dime. Yes. And that makes me super suspicious as a reader. And when Hubert's text box says, let him think that he determines what he does and does not interest him, just as the fish believes he chooses whether or not to snap on the hook. Now reel him in. Yeah. Yeah. We know. Finally, we're seeing some of the power set. I don't think we've been exposed to Huber's powers necessarily before. Right. Just as the consequences of those powers. Yeah. He's driven mad by all the conversations and everything. So now we have Layla waking up in this creepy mechanical room with Quicksilver just huddled in a corner. Not creepy at all. Yeah. It's given me uh, bad vibes. And yeah, he's just so creepy. She looks so innocent, so damned innocent. One would never know she's a tool of Satan. Yeah, like what really surprised me about this issue is the really hardcore Christian overtones to his belief system. Like, I don't recall seeing that before. Where he's like, I'm an instrument of God. Yeah. Like, like, obviously, he 
thought he was like the chosen. It was never stayed like Christian chosen. It was just chosen. Yeah, it wasn't about Christian God. It was more like the trope. Yes. And this is very much like Christianity, like like he was Job before like, he would everything gets taken away. Yeah, like he would go on crusade with Exodus at this point. Yes. That's what he'd do. But not a gay crusade. No. Definitely not. We don't want him. No. Um, he's going off about how his hands are shaking and like just as Abraham was expected to show his devotion by slaying his own son. Yeah. Like it's just weird. He has to somehow killing Layla would atone for his failure. Like this is not quite rock bottom. But he says fate draws us to each other, Layla Miller, like twin stars burning out of control. And he's he can't stop shaking. He thinks he's sick. Maybe he's dying. I don't know. But the redemption, the remedy is going to be killing her. Murdering Layla. And he lunges and she dodges. Um, once upon a time, I could have moved like lightning, slain her before she even knew what was happening. Now, now I have to lunge at her like an arthritic snail. So, <laughs> And luckily Layla's like slight knowledge of what's to come or how to manipulate things is in effect it didn't help with nicole with the rock right but it's helping with quicksilver because he gets his arm stuck in a gear mm. that's moving and she runs out a door and they've been in the middle of a carousel she's like well now this makes a little bit more sense of why they're like creepy music creepy machines all twirling and Quicksilver emerges as well. Like, I deserve that. I deserve it because my heart wasn't in this. I can't fail this test. I've fallen so far. Failed to create a world of safety for mutants. Failed my sister, my daughter, all mutant kind. Ugh. If I fail in this, I'll have, I'll have no further to fall. And we see Layla running off the carousel, even though there's a sign that says, do not jump off of a moving carousel. Quicksilver is in pursuit, but she yells, don't look behind you. So what does he do? Mm -hmm. He looks behind him and keep head and arms inside the carousel and gets whacked on the little brass ring rail. Mm -hmm. So, and it's weird. He says Wanda right before he gets hit. Yeah. The fixation with Wanda, still creepy. Mm. Always creepy. Yes. And Layla runs away from the carousel. I mean, it was a very loud onomatopoeia. Like, yeah, the letters he, were almost as big as Layla was with that wham. Yeah, he got hit very hard. Quicksilver should not be an issue. No. And now we get Huber. Like, also some of the imagery. Like, this top panel, he's got his hands up sort of like a preacher. Yeah. Like one of those iron brimstone people. And there's the congregation of mutants looking at him. And he's saying to himself, fortunately, they they can't figure out what's happening. Like, the only ones who could are other telepaths. What luck, in quotation marks, there are no telepaths around me mm -hmm. to find this, dot, dot, dot. And Richard says, suspicious. And I do love those transitions where, like, 
your internal monologue turns into actual dialogue. Mm -hmm. Sort of like Battlestar Galactica with Gaius and the Caprica Six mm -hmm. angel. And Richter is not buying it. Sounds too good to be true. Too easy. And Huber's trying to play it off like, I get it. Like after everything you've been through, it's fine to be suspicious. Um, and it's not going to be easy. Like it's not going to be as easy as I'm saying. Because mm -hmm. we're going to buddy up and it's going to be fine. Um, Richter really plays the everyman so far in this entire series. Yeah, since he doesn't have powers, he's more relatable on that mm -hmm. front. And in this case, like, embodies that doubt that the reader is having. Yeah. Of like, why why aren't more people being suspicious of this creep? Um, but Cyclops, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. No surprise there. He thinks it's brilliant. Hank's like, if it was any more brilliant, I would have come up with it myself. And so Cyclops and Beast go back to do organize this million mutant march. Oh. So yes. Um, but in the text box, it was like a little insert with Richter's face. He's saying, odd, odd that Richter seems slow to come around. The fact that he has no power shouldn't give him any immunity to my influence. Perhaps if he doesn't die, I'll look into that. Oh. So clearly the villain. Then we cut to Las Vegas. Yes. And it's well, the sniper leading the family to an elevator. They're going up to a penthouse where they'll be safe. Yes. And the kids are like... Creepy singing kids. So no mutants will be able to kidnap us, mom. And the other kid is super annoying. He's like, are you related to Han Solo? Because his yeah. name is Solo. Can I hold your gun? And everyone's like... They're just being real annoying. Yeah. And so Solo and Clay are communicating, like the family's in the elevator. One yep. of them is down below. One of them is waiting for them in the penthouse. And then we see the elevator shake and rattle and roll. And they're falling up, question mark. And we get Clay looking into the elevator. He pries the doors apart and he looks up and there's a clear opening above where... The elevator car is just gone. Yes. It's being, being pulled up by Monet. So that is the solution that she and Siren came mm. up with. They're just going to snag them when they're all in a nice little package. Yep. And there's a nice Willy Wonka reference. What? The Wonka Vader. Oh. Yes. Operation Wonka Vader. Yes. I was um, too distracted by them talking about how they're adding kidnapping and destruction of private <laughs> property to their rap sheet. And Monet is like, yes, exciting, isn't it? I just really like Monet. Yeah. I mean, the look with the jacket and the ponytail mm -hmm. is working out well. Although I do sort of miss her purple oh, cape. Yeah. That round cape. That it, was fun. It was. Really good for floating around and drifting as she does. Yes. And then we get Clay on the phone saying they got the kids just as you expected. So that should keep them occupied for a while. Mm. So this whole plan. They were using them as bait. Yeah, to get Monet and Siren out of the way. Yep. And he's talking to Huber, who is clearly pulling all sorts of strings. Because you think these two investigations were so unconnected. Yep. 
And you see Huber on the other end of the line finishing up this phone call and basically explaining, like, oh, don't worry about that. It's nothing. Yeah, Rand's like, good news. And he's like, yes, nothing that should concern you, though. Mm. Um, and then we get Madrox on the phone to Layla. And the red, red text box says, well, this doesn't bode well. Yeah. And we get Layla in Central Park at one of those like romantic horse-drawn carriage things. Yeah, where have. recently now they've been talking about the horses in New York City and oh. how abused they are. What? And neglected. Yeah, those poor horses. That's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Like long hours, stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, she's making a call because she's borrowed a cell phone. Yes. And she's like, Nicole, Nicole tried to kill me. She said, Mr. Huber wanted me dead. And that name's not ringing any bells with me, which is never a good sign. I'll check it out when I get back. And Madrox is like, well, locating that individual shouldn't be a problem. Mm. And we get the text box from Huber saying, well, X Factor served its purpose. <laughs> they, sir, they got me in contact with more powerful mutants, more well-connected mutants. Therefore, I'm sort of done with them. Yeah. And I was sort of fond with them, despite the fact that they and everyone like them have made my life a living hell. And then he transforms into this shadowy figure with... He has like Colossus skin, but Cyclops eyes. And he's transformed. Like everyone is in attack mode now. Yeah. So he does a Cyclops blast to get Strong Guy through a wall. Yeah, building. Yeah, the structural integrity of this building has to be real questionable at this point, right? And Rain tries to leave from behind, but he does a nightcrawler bamf. Yeah, like, it's even got the bamf. Yeah, he has a lot of different skills that we had no clue. Yeah, I was very confused by all this, and he's still saying like it doesn't have to be this way. I mean, you're all going to die. That was a given, but it was going to be quick and merciful. And he's just sort of like kicks Madrox out of the hole that he created, the mm. strong guy. He, Madrox looks very surprised. Lands and creates a dupe, of, of course. course. And Huber throws Rain out to be caught by strong guy. So, yeah, the Christian imagery is still present. In the thought bubble, he's like, God may move in mysterious ways, but he has nothing on me. In a sense, I am their god, and this is simply them meeting their maker. Oh. Like, no. And then, so uh, the crew is about to charge him, and he uses that portal, which is the doorway portal. That apparently Forge created? Like, he references using Forge's abilities to create a mechanical portal. Yeah, and they, uh, being the crew, so Madrox, Rain, Strong Guy... And the dupe. And the dupe are then in some sort of Arctic landscape. Yeah. They're amongst snow in the middle of nowhere, and that's where we leave the team. Yeah. One and Siren are flying off with the crew. With the mutant-hating kids, yep. like, off on their own distraction to keep them separated from this crew, which is now abandoned in some Arctic hellscape. Yeah. And Layla is without a phone somewhere in Central Park. Yep. Um, such a good issue. Like, it really drew things together. Yeah. And I was so confused. And, like, the part that made me want to read more is how does this guy have everyone's powers? Yeah. 
Nightcrawler needs to copyright that BAMF. Yes. He should talk to Jennifer Walters. Yeah. Yes. Or Titania. Or Titania, who just has that experience in, in losing that now. Yes. She-Hulk has been quite good. It has been. I mean, the TV show and the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rainbow Roll is doing a fantastic job with that title. It's Wednesday, the fancy dress and cake day. <laughs> And Nightcrawler's like, oh, it's that day. And she's like, how do you know? She's like, well, people have talked about it, but also you're wearing a fancy dress and you're holding a box that says cake. Yeah. (laughs) So overall, great issue. It leaves me wanting more, of course. Yep. The art continues to be real good. Yeah. I've been enjoying that. And I didn't, that's a good point about the text bubbles. Depending on what color they are, tells you who it is that's speaking. Yeah. Because so far... I think the only text bubbles we've gotten have been from Madrox on the team. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten them from anyone else. No. Yeah. Not even Richter. No. So it'll be interesting to see where this leads. Like, how do they get out of it? Yeah. Because Strong Guy, Rain, and Madrox don't have any sort of teleporting power. No. They have they communicators, don't. but that's not going to help them when they're like half a planet away. Yep. So. I guess we'll find out in maybe not next episode. I don't know. I I have to refresh myself on the next issue. So, yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I went on a uh, X-Factor binge and made it through a whole bunch of issues. Yeah. So now going back again, I'm like, oh, but we're talking about this one so early. I can't reference other stuff. I know. All right. Well, everyone catch us back here next week. Um bun bun's willing we won't have another cord that's chewed through now that we're recording away from their little teeth and um make sure to check us out on instagram at x factor files podcast chat with us see what's going on and we will catch you next time dear listener we'll probably also have a bun bun bonding update we probably will stay tuned for that okay bye bye